Warning, the following podcast may contain spoilers. It may also contain content too frightening for people with a weak disposition. If you're too frightened to carry on, we suggest that you go and listen to some soothing music, light a candle and hide underneath a blanket. If you're ready to carry on, follow us into a world of 100 horrors. You are listening to... And welcome to this week's episode of 100 Horrors, where this week we'll be talking about the 1991 classic, classic. Silence of the Lambs. This week we're joined by the man himself, Riggs. Hello. If you want to introduce yourself, because I'm guaranteed I'll get your surname wrong, because I always say Riggle. Is it Riggle, Riggle? It's it's Rigol, yes, yes. Rigol, there you go, Mister Rigol himself, JP Rigol. Um, tell us about yourself. Um, yes, I play American football with yes, very Matt, well as well. Matt and Rob. Oh, no, I don't know about that. And um, in my other spare time, I sing songs as JP Rigol. There's a lot of latency on this. It feels weird. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, I did a very old computer. Sorry. Oh, it's ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've just been commenting on I'll, how I'll technically excellent the studio is set up tonight, and uh, we've got latency all over the place. Actually, yeah, credit to Rob, actually, fair play. Fair play. Yeah. Well, was right on time. He's put on a lovely spread yeah, as well yeah. downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Riggs, I've got a, a question for you. Go on, then. What makes you qualified to be on this podcast? <laughs> I, I didn't give Jaws less than eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, fair enough, yeah. So, uh, apologies as well, I was sat with my back to you, Riggs, but... Don't worry, I can I know what you look like. Everyone sat behind me for some reason. Fortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so this week we'll be talking about the 1991 film uh, Silence of the Lambs, which is based on the novel of the same name by Thomas Harris. Has anyone read it? I haven't. Nope. I haven't. I usually no, try I and know. read the novels as well. I, re- we I read, this. like... The, the redid it because it was obviously Manhunter or something wasn't it originally yeah. wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah and then yeah. the re the, the left they put a novel out of the movie oh so they made a movie off the novel and then wrote a subsequent novel about the movie yeah yeah brilliant right there's your postmodernism <laughs> now normally I'd tell you who the director is here but Jonathan Dem is it oh yeah. for f- right, okay. let him do it so, it was yeah, just googling it no Rob on my sheet on my sheet I've got a space for director and I've just left it blank yeah Dem why I forgot Dem, Demi Dem starring <laughs> Jodie Foster as Clarice Starling Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal the cannibal Lecter nope. Scott Glenn as Jack Crawford and Ted Levine Levine as Buffalo Bill uh, budget was 90 million and the box office 272.7 million oh, uh, synopsis for those who haven't seen it. Idiot. Uh, Clarice Starlin, Jodie Foster, a young intelligent FBI trainee has been sent to the Baltimore State Hospital hospital for the criminally insane to interview an inmate, Dr. Hannibal, the cannibal lector, played by Sir Anthony Hopkins. Sure. 
Hopkins. Hoptings. <laughs> What's he do at the weekend? Hoptings. <laughs> I'd like to be like Hopting, man. Um, he's a brilliant renowned psychiatrist turned infamous psychopathic serial killer. Uh, she must match wits with Lecter, who has the darkest of all minds, and trust him to give her clues in the search for Buffalo Bill, played by Ted Levine, a nickname given to a loose, unknown, unstoppable, psychopathic serial killer. Why have they called him Buffalo Bill? Don't know. Because he skins people? Is that it? Don't know. Skin a buffalo? It's something to do. Yeah. I watched it a day. It's something to do with his ah. previous crimes or something. Oh, right. Scare right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Scare factor, doctor. <laughs> Scare factor, doctor, Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> The Scare Factor. So, as per usual, uh, Riggs, your score's not going to go at the final score, uh, but... That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> go on, then. Obviously, I'm let. That's all right. <laughs> Do you want me to go through why and what and not? Yeah, I think that's a good way of doing it. Talk about why first, and then we'll try and guess what you've given it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why I'm executive producer of this show. <laughs> so, my first thought was, I love this movie, but is it a horror? That's exactly what I've written at the top of my notes. Is it a horror? And yes. then I didn't write an answer. But I, I think so, because like the same reason I said for Jaws, it could actually happen. As, it probably has happened. Probably has happened. I think Buffalo Bill's probably the scariest villain yeah. we've come across so far. But they do a really good job of making it as scary as they can yeah. for a yeah. psychological thriller. I'll read some of my notes. So, off the bar. Ooh, notes. Ooh. I, like, I, like the, <laughs> I really like the introduction of her running dead yeah. hard. And then a bloke just catches her up dead easy without a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can he go off his place? She's top of the academy. <laughs> just walking alongside her. Bless her. <laughs> and then I proceeded to write down everyone in the start, like Crawford, creepy. Chilton, yeah. creepy. Barney, creepy. Who's the lad who like, owns the um, insane asylum? Chilton. Is that Chilford? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name. He's got a massive head and a tiny face in the middle of it and he's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so... The first thing when she goes into the prison reminded me of I actually worked in a prison. Did you? Yeah, I oh. worked in home house. No way. What were you doing in there? That's why I've seen you from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From I was going to uh, I was going to go reminds me of the time I was in prison and see if you all go, "What?" Whoa. <laughs> well, I'm shocked at it. What did you do in home house? What so were you doing? So, I looked after uh, tools. All right. So, so what you called them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they come in. That and was fix. just one inmate. Was called tools. <laughs> <laughs> Why they call it tools? Yeah. <laughs> Screwdriver. <laughs> come in, son. <laughs> used to kill people with a tape measure. <laughs> what do you mean um, you looked after tools? So the electricians had come in and had fixed shit, right? And I would look after the tools because they had to do it while the inmates were there. Oh, oh. bloody hell! Oh. But. When I used to go in, they used to learn your name right. off the electricians calling you. So they're like, your address. Uh, James, uh, <laughs> can you just put that back in my box, please? And the prisoners would come up to me and go, all right, James, are you going to Cuba tonight? And I'd be like, <laughs> what? how the hell do you know that? They just uh. listen. Well, why did they want to know whether you're going to Cuba or not? Because they were just, they were so bored. Right, they right. They were on, on creeping you <laughs> out. And it reminded me because... She walks past the other prisoners, doesn't she? She does. And they try and like freak her out. What and kind that, of prisoners are in there? This is now a prison podcast. What kind of prisoners are in there? Is it maniacs or is it... Everything. So the one, they've got six and that was um, like sex offenders, etc. Yeah. And then they've got 
like um very horny people. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> You're going to Cuba tonight. Honestly, James. it's it's weird. It's less lit than the others as well. It's oh, like oh, trying to make it scary. Then like uh, GBH and Manslaughter. They've got Bloody a VIP hell. section and they've got a hospital. So I worked right. in the hospital as well and there was a bloke in there who had done a dirty protest. Oh. And the whole, the whole of the block just so, <laughs> yeah, so bad. It was, it was one of those jobs where I'm like, I'm glad I did it, but there's not a chance I'd ever I hope he's again. listening now, you dirty beggar. <laughs> Give out your address. So it reminded me of that. So that made it straight away. I was like, oh, this is really, really creepy. And yeah. They've done a really good job of making it scary for a psychological. Did you thriller. have any, anything thrown at you? No, thankfully. <laughs> Miggs wasn't there, was he? No, thankfully not. Um, I thought the pace of the film was really good. Yeah. Like, it did, there was no, like, boring bits. Didn't sag. And there was nothing, like, there was no overaction in there. Um, I think Buffalo Bill's voice, pure bark, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Brilliant. Um, and I think if if this is the first thriller with twists that you ever watch before you watch, like, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. It'd be brilliant because the bit where the the SWAT team turn up, but it's actually yeah. her at the uh, door, yeah. Yeah. and then they escape from Hannibal. I've written that. That's absolutely, it's a, it's a edit, I've written editing masterclass. That bit. Do you want to let him, let where, him they were, where they're rushing the door and it was cross cutting? Yeah, I think they got yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Sorry, go on, James. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if if it was if you'd watch it like in like two thousand before that, every film had a twist before uh, Fight Club. You'd be like. This is just class. Yeah. But I kind of knew. I've, I've seen it before, but a few years ago, but you knew it was coming and it was still good. Should we guess what score he's giving it? I'm going to go nine. Nine. I, think I was going to say nine. Right. So I was going to give it an eight and a half. But you give it a nine. Now we've all said nine. No. I gave it an 8.25. We're not allowed to do that. <laughs> and I, just, I got told off. Why have I guess I was going to go he's nuts? Guessed, though. He's fine. The reason why. <laughs> because I thought it was really great and, and I've only marked it down because it was not a horror but the, the the girl who got kidnapped and put in the well yeah really really annoyed the hell out of me when she turns up to save her and she's Brooke. screaming at her don't yeah. make me do yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I'm the FBI, yeah. And it, it just really great. Uh, yeah, like, at that point, Riggs, like, Riggs wishes she was dead. <laughs> yeah. At that point, I'd be like, nah, I'll, just, I'll just leave you there. I'll just leave you there. I'll, I'll let Buffalo yeah. Bill get you. Yeah. <laughs> rude. It was really rude. Uh, Go on. Buffalo Paul. Yeah. Prisoner Paul. <laughs> Buffalo Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, thanks, Rapey Rob. Oh, good. oh rude. Oh, yeah. 9.5. 9.5. Blimey. This is one of my favourite films of all time. That's a high one. That is a great big score. Yeah, Yeah, it deserves it. Everything everything that you've just said, basically. The ending. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was was a five until (laughs) Rick started. (laughs) Actually, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. The ending bit with the, um, when he had the infrared glasses on, whatever you call them. You just see from his point of view, I think just, I watched it when I was little, when I was three. And it's uh, it's just stuck with me ever that's, since. That's too young. My, to uh, I wasn't three. <laughs> I, I was I was watching Four. I was watching this. I watched this with my wife. Um, I'm and, well, uh, and when <laughs> <laughs> when it was the bit when they were in the infrared and it was the pitch black and Clarice has the gun and she can hear Bill and she's feeling around for him in the pitch black. Kirsty went. Kirsty went. 
That'd be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> would it? <laughs> Just a bit. But in the lair of a serial killer, the pitch black, would it? Um, now, here's a little fact. Uh, I haven't fact finished. Hang on. Just while we're on that point. Oh, while we're on that point. No. <laughs> I haven't well, finished. Let them it's a good point. factoid. You'll like this one. <sighs> so, uh, that gun, it's a cult. I can't remember what it is. It's like a cult scorpion or something like that. You know, he cocked the gun. Yeah. yeah. Don't need two on them guns. Right. So it's a double action one, so you just had to pull the trigger. So oh, wouldn't, nah, have been, wouldn't have been very good though, yeah, would yeah, it? Yeah, I yeah, didn't know no, about no, firearms. No, but you you would have thought that the armor on set would be like, oh well we'll get him a, a gun that you don't need to do that on. Can, was I, ready. can I continue? Sorry, yeah, go on. Yeah, like, yeah, a, right, yeah. like a big uh, musket <laughs> where I suppose <laughs> <laughs> a, a blunderbuss. <laughs> that are that are really confusing though. <laughs> you had to shout clear before you sound. I thought the casting was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. in it w- was perfect for the role. Even Johnny Foster. Yeah, I put that as well. Like yeah. The characters just really went well together, didn't it, they? Yeah, even Dr. Chilton. I thought he played it perfectly. He just You just want to punch. He's a twat, and he? You know who my favourite character was? Go on. I've written this in the credits. Uh, it was Don Brockett's portrayal of friendly psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> the bit where she goes in, you expect all these maniacs, there's a man just stood with his arms behind his back, and so goes, Hello. She goes past. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> um, the only thing I brought it down, and I was like looking because I didn't think I could give it a ten, was a bit right at the end um, where uh, you see um, Lecter in wherever he is, and he's having f- uh, dinner with an old friend. Yeah, and, he's and got the, that uh, the doctor comes. The doctor comes yeah. off, doesn't he? I wish you would have seen what would have happened. Yeah, like how he went about planning, catching mm. in, and probably torturing him. Well, and there's a sequel, isn't there? Yeah, Hannibal. There is, so is yeah. it not mentioned in that? I haven't seen that in years. It doesn't it's, follow on. I think I it's mentioned, but I don't think. No, he goes ah, right. to Italy after that, doesn't he? Brilliant film as I well. Hannibal yeah. is really it good is, film. Yeah. It's like National Lampoons, but with Hannibal <laughs> <laughs> Uh Murderer Matt. Good one. 8.5. Oh. It's going to be high score. Um, part of me wanted to give it a 9. Well, but... wait until you hear my score. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> Have you given Zero. it a score? Have you actually watched it? It's not written down. But... Of course it isn't. Go on then. Oh, why an 8.5? Sorry, can I just... Yeah, go jump in, yeah. Everything's been said, really. Um, I think moths are disgusting, and that was terrifying. (laughs) It was an editing masterclass. The guy who played Buffalo Bill was brilliant. When he did that bit where he tucked his little fella between his legs and danced around like a lady. Cinematic perfection. And he wasn't in it a lot. He's not yes. in it a lot, no. Which is good. I want more. Yeah. Let's have more. I thought about that Hopkins, but I thought not. They've just got that right. Because I watch... Like psychological thrillers, regular and the addicted. Ooh, the way he looked sh- at me then, <laughs> I, yeah, like, you know, I, was, right now. I was concentrating on saying psychological with the la- with <laughs> the latency. <laughs> but they often have the bad guys in really early killing somebody, and it yeah. always annoys me. The only yeah. bits that knocked it down for me, I've written, is it a horror? But then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock the film down because it's not really a horror film. It's the poster's fault. It's not Silence of the Lambs' fault. Um, Hopkins. The attacks that he does, you know, he batters that man to death. He's like, yeah, yeah, rubbish, yeah, yeah. And the bit where he bites that man's tongue out as well. Oh, it's just not. No, no, he shakes his head too much. It wasn't realistic, (laughs) but that's the only thing you could you could knock it down on, really. Um, I just wish there'd been more Don Brockett as friendly psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna go to. Five. <laughs> hey. uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Absolutely brilliant. I haven't seen it in years. Um, Tell your face that. Uh, 
Tell your face that you enjoyed it. Oh. I'm changing my score to a nine. I've no. talked myself down. It's nine and a nine and a nine point five. Um, I was going to say something. I completely forgot now. It was funny as well. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, it was. It's all been said. It was just a brilliant film. Um, I tell you what hasn't been said. It felt also the score. Yeah, just yeah, that's fantastic. So I've got Sorry. not many notes, <laughs> but um, no, one of them is the, the the music is brilliant, and it feels really very uh, film noir. You know, like the the brass, mm-hmm. like quite a lot. And um, I didn't realize this was a thing, but um, I, when I started doing my research, I, I sort of thought, oh yeah, it was really good. Uh, all the like the long shots of the faces looking at the camera, yeah, they make you look. It makes you feel like Hopkins is talking to you, sort yes. of thing. Um. Now, one of the things that the director did, apparently, was um, he would get everyone that spoke to Jodie Foster um, or Clarice, um, you would get shots of them looking at the camera, and then whenever it was Jodie Foster talking to them, she was looking off the camera. So it was as if, like, um, you were seeing everything from her perspective, but yeah. not people's perspective of her. Ah. Very clever. Oh. Um my favourite bit of the whole film, so you know where they're all putting um, Vicks under the nose when they're going to do the, yeah, the autopsy. Because of the stink. I know but, what you're going to say. When he, when he whips open that body bag, <laughs> yeah. it's just like... Wah! Yeah, it's he takes like, unzipping yeah. it. Yeah. Wah! Yeah. Look at that! Oh, stinks! Oh. <laughs> he, he can't wait to do that. Yeah, he gets those, like, oh, look at he's, he's, Because he's got a small part, he made a big deal of it. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. Just like the other doctor in uh, Maniac Cop. Yeah, the, yeah. Torsten up his body! That yeah. guy. Uh, brilliant, yeah. Score um, good. Cinematography I, was very good. Uh, like I say, didn't sag at all. Storyline's great. I really want to read the novel now. Um, perfect uh, villain, absolutely perfect. Yeah. But the, yeah, the, that that was the one thing that like he's he's built up to be this big monster all the way through, and then he can't batter someone properly. Yeah. So it was very effeminate, though, isn't he? That brought it down for That's me. Why? Yeah. I, uh, oh, you mean Lecter? Yeah, but like imagine if uh, you're not going to see this, but. That him with that club would just be going, <laughs> like pushing someone's face to side to side. Robert not even hitting it, pushing his face. <laughs> ah, what are you doing? Ah, yeah. pushing my face around with a with a club. To my two favorite bits of the whole film. I want to talk about my two favorite bits. Two favorite bits of the whole film is the bit where you're in the pit. You're looking up at Bill, and he's going, "Put the lotion in the basket," yeah. like that. And he goes. Puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. She's like, please, <laughs> Mr. Do you know who me He goes, put the lotion in the basket. And she goes, please, please. He goes, put the lotion in the basket. Can, like, I just, yeah. can I just ask? That's brilliant. Do you think you based any of that on Mick Jagger? Because he moves a bit like Mick Jagger. <laughs> put the lotion in the basket. I thought basket. he was quite... Um, oh, bro. Put the, put the David, lotion basket. David Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing yeah. I really like about this film is uh, we, haven't, we haven't really touched upon it, but if you're watching the film, you'll all remember Miggs. You know the guy yeah. that... Um, yeah. Web slingser, you know. What I mean? oh, yeah, um, he's. Think about the film. When I was watching it, I was like, "Hang on, he's the hero of this film," because up until he does what he does, yeah, the dirty yeah. beggar, Lecter wants nothing to do with Clarice, <laughs> and the second he gets her, she go, he goes, he goes, Miss Darling, Miss Darling, and she runs back, and he goes, "I wouldn't have had that happen to you if I could have helped it," and then he and then he gives her a lot of clues. So had yeah. Miggs not done that. He wouldn't have got Buffalo Bill. It'd still be out there now. He'd be wearing you. He'd be wearing the lot of you, Rob. Well, I reckon, Rob. I was half expecting uh, something about Mary seeing afterwards with the hair stuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rob, what is it in your trivia? What was it made of? No, For real. No, it wasn't scripted. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Me, do he you know said something what? to you. What did he say? Yeah, uh, I thought you knew. I, I can. Sp- huh? 
I thought you were asking me because you look really smug as if you knew what it was made of. No. Like custard powder. Oh, don't be crude. PVA glue. <laughs> Imagine how long that would take to get out. Of. I, I wonder if they got her in one take or if it took several goes and kept missing it. <laughs> Imagine doing that. DeWall's just dead slimy behind her. Director going, <laughs> all you need to do is throw a bit of cheese on her face. Thing is though, he didn't throw at her in the way in. Yeah. Yeah. So that was produced. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she was quietly. having a chat with, with Lecter. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that brings me on this point. <laughs> <laughs> Nice segue. The real world runtime. <laughs> if he hadn't chucked his muck, <laughs> <Who's that? laughs> there you go. If he hadn't chucked it, then game over. Yeah. So there you go. Trivia. Trivia. Uh, no, I don't want to die. Oh yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Oh. Like that. Uh, skinned and war by a madman. I'll put uh, yeah. skinned and war by a madman. Uh, two skin, two yeah. people skinning yeah. in this film, actually. Yeah. It's, uh, Hannibal skins someone's face as well. He does. He's just as bad as him. He's just as bad. Yeah, he wears that man's face, doesn't he? Very yeah. charming, though. Yeah, what I wouldn't a, like to be skinned. What a plan that was. It was genius. Yeah. It's sad to say, but... <laughs> I might watch Hannibal actually later. Yeah, let's not talk about what we want to watch later. <laughs> and let's uh, let's get into uh, what would you say at the funeral of a person who's been skinned? What would you say to them at the funeral? Now, before we get started, I'd like to uh, chime in here because we opened this up to the internet this week um, because this is historically my most hated section of the podcast because mm. we can never get it right so we opened it up and lots of people wrote in I can basically read a whole eulogy here um, for the things that have written in Daryl French chimes in with um, he would have started the eulogy with thanks for joining me on this flare of morning instead of day of morning uh, get that mm. yeah you, could, you can do better Daryl <laughs> <laughs> Darryl, let's rate that. Let's remember, rate that. Daryl, if you're listening, can remember the time I threw an ice lolly at your leg. There you go. Next. Uh, Brian McCauley. He's never walked right again. <laughs> <laughs> Brian McCauley on Instagram came in with this one. Um, hang on, let me try and read it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, her boyfriend, Bill, was too possessive, but in the end, he suited her well. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. Well done. You can tell he's a writer. Yeah. Uh, George Martin chimed in with what? George. R. George R. Martin. Oh, not that guy. <laughs> not that, From not the that George. How, how many famous people call George Martin? George Martin chimed Bales. in with um, she always struggled with money. In the end, she was completely skint. Oh, ah, good. Like that. for American listeners, skint in this country means uh, poor. I'm got much money. Um, <laughs> Ashley Murray our cousin Ashley Murray chimed in with um, <laughs> she was a very appealing girl oh. <laughs> but she did get under my skin <laughs> thanks for that Ash that's a good one uh, Patrick Jordan just chimes in with ha skinned skinny and Solomon Harrison says it looks like she'll be taking her skincare routine with her to the grave Oh, what a good effort! God, MSM one said uh, she had a bloody thick skin. She was a <laughs> wonderful person, 
Inside Out. That's really harsh. And Phil Saunders chimed in with, she always flared by the rules. Cheers. Oh. Good one. So, Anyone else got any to contribute? I've got one. Go on. Uh, at a stretch, a nice person. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did have one, but I forgot it. However, go on. I, I had my eyes lasered. And when they burned, this is real life. Yeah. You were full of good stories. And when the when they did it, Buffalo everyone Bill always says, it. it smells like bacon, like oh. burning skin. Yeah. It made me think of this when I was watching the film. I was You've like, got glasses oh, on now? They're the small bio, little, little ones. What? Not very good. My ah, eyes are well, I was going to say, you got glasses on. It was like ages ago. I need my eyes tested anyway. It's re But it smelled like sparklers. <laughs> did it? Yeah. Oh. Eyeball lasers. Yeah. Bloody hell. So, that's what made me. I was watching it, and I was like, "What? What I put?" And that's what I thought. So I didn't have anything to add. I'm afraid it was just a little anecdote. There we go. Anecdote list. I've got none. Well, I don't think we need any after all. Yeah, Thanks yeah. everyone who contributed. <laughs> Thank Those you. Are brilliant. Give us the brilliant yeah. ones. Uh, trivia. Go oh, on, brilliant. then. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. It better be good. Didn't get any, it was boring. <laughs> true Next. or false is a film. Uh, number one, true or false. During filming of the scene where Clarice and Hannibal first meet, Anthony Hopkins made up the mocking of Jodie Foster's accent on the spot. True. true. He's Welsh. True. Do you say? True. Yeah. True. It's got to be. True. Anthony, you shit. <laughs> Pleased to meet you, Dr. Starling. I hate to live so she claims that during the first meeting uh, Anthony Hopkins mocked her southern accent um, it was improvised on the spot and her horrified reaction was genuine because she felt personally attacked is that a real accent? I think she's she from somewhere yeah, yeah. yeah. it's horrible Deep I love it when Who she walks that? when she walks to meet him and he's just stood there like that just yeah, stood straight yeah. and smiled. For Hello. those who are listening, Paul is doing an impression <laughs> of Hannibal Lecter. Hello. Stood bolt upright. <laughs> Thank you. Number two. Uh, during research for the film, Anthony Hopkins... Hopkins... Ate a boy. Can't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> false. Anthony Hopkins allegedly spent time with famous serial killers and cannibals. He is also said to have tried eating, eating ethically sourced human meat. Bollocks. False. 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 He's too he's an actor, he's a real actor. False. I don't think there's such thing as ethically sourced. You can grow it. You can grow it, can't you? Well no, because if I was to chop a bit of my leg off and be like, Do you want to eat that? It's illegal. Is it? Yeah, you can't you're not allowed to eat human flesh. Because I've seen a documentary where you can make synthetic human flesh, you're not even allowed to eat that. That is rubbish. Yeah. Really? You're not even allowed to eat that. That is rubbish. In case people get a taste for it. What about what about that, that German lad? Have you heard about the German lad oh, who got yeah, yeah, put they, on the internet yeah. to get eaten? Yeah. So they went on. Have you heard about this? I think so. But go on, went go on, on. He went online. He went on a chat room, right, for cannibals and people who wanted to be eaten because that exists. And what he, website's he, that? Uh, Eaten.com. <laughs> um So then they met up. Tastyman.com. Been on that quite a few times. Yeah, I see you on there all the time. Thanks very much. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell my story then. So they met up. They met up. And Mate, he, that he scab said, on he said, your leg is he huge. Said, he said, what do you want to you eat then? And he went, can I eat your penis? And what? he went, yeah. And he went, yeah. So they hacked it off. And while oh, they, uh, yeah, yeah. And while this lad was alive, they cooked it 
and they'd both planned to eat it, but the lad who was cooking it burned it. It was too tough to eat. Imagine, yeah, one shot. You burned it, man. <laughs> you burned it. And then uh, he was too, so he just killed him and ate the rest of him. Uh, so in preparation for his role, Sir Anthony Hopkins <laughs> studied files of serial killers. Also, he visited prisons and studied convicted murderers. Uh, he was present during some court hearings concerning gruesome murderers and serial killings. What, he was in the court? Imagine yeah. that as he'd been sentenced. It's Anthony Hopkins. It's Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Guilty. It don't matter. Uh, number three. Originally, this was going to be titled "Lambs to the Slaughter." False. True. False. False. Made it. Made it up. Uh, for Scott Glenn, who played the FBI boss man, uh, claimed that part of his innocence was lost when prepping for this movie. Oh, I've heard this story. True. I think true. Yeah. True. So after working with former FBI agent yeah, John this. Douglas for some time, who was also the uh, FBI agent that um, was on the uh, John Bonnet case. Ah, okay. Um, uh, Scott Glenn thanked him and said how fascinating it was to have been allowed to into his world. Douglas laughed and told Glenn that if he really wanted to get into his world, he should listen to audio tape of serial killers. Uh, so he listened to the tape of Lawrence Bittaker and Roy Norris, who tortured, raped, and murdered two teenage girls. Uh, Glenn listened to the less than one minute of the tape, coward, and has since <laughs> said that he feels he lost a sense of innocence in doing so, and that he has never been able to forget what he heard. I've found part of the transcript of that tape online, and just reading it is horrific. I, I couldn't even finish uh, reading it. it was I, wouldn't, I wouldn't start. Awful. To be it was awful. <laughs> well, I read that fact. That factoid. I'm worried about him. I read that factoid, and I was like, I'm going to go and. This is uh, going to go and uh, read part of the the transcript for the tape. I couldn't. I couldn't get past half a page. It was awful. Well, Johnny took a turn for the worse. Yeah. Jesus, you're just... listening to comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred horrors. Number five, uh, Brooke Smith, who played the senator's daughter, Catherine Martin, uh, got stuck in the pit for several hours after the rig for lifting and out broke. False. Hopefully, no way, hopefully false. that's true. I'm going to go true because I hope it was true. <laughs> false. Can't get her out. Yeah, so don't you leave me, you bitch. Apparently, um, the way that you got in and out of the pit, there was a, a a small door that was half her size, and it was then covered in dirt to keep it out of sight of the camera. If the character had known that, would have been a short story. Yeah. Just a ladder? Would a ladder have not worked? I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's there's some more facts on here that uh, didn't make the cut, but I thought they were worth putting in. Here we go. There's loads. I, I got like halfway through the IMDb page, and then I couldn't take any more. I've been reading for about an hour. Um, so the production received full cooperation from the FBI as they saw it as a potential recruiting tool to hire more female agents. Huh? Uh, when studying work? the character, Sir Anthony, Sir Anthony Hopkins noticed similar char- characteristics in reptiles. Uh, reptiles only blink when they want to and do it consciously. Therefore, in the movie, Hopkins only blinks in special moments and very consciously. Yeah. Now I noticed Notice that because I read this before that he doesn't blink. So I was. I, I do that. <laughs> I have myself three a day I haven't blinked since 1994 yeah I know Rob I was yeah. yeah yeah so I was looking out for it and then he did blink and I was like ah right it's just blink there yeah. but then I read that I was like he's consciously done it I was like ah well yeah. not so clever am I uh, Jodie Foster avoided Anthony Hopkins during their scenes together uh, because she was terrified of him not and... not because of the character he was playing <laughs> yeah. Welsh 
Martha Stewart and Anthony he ate a boy didn't he uh, Martha Stewart and Anthony Hopkins <laughs> dated briefly during production following the film's release Stewart ended their relationship because she couldn't divorce Hopkins from his performance as Hannibal Lecter. is that real yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't no. date. that's, that's an reason, excuse yeah. Yeah. that's an excuse some women might, might like that yeah yeah Fancy uh, uh, eating a knob? No. <laughs> me neither. Burned it. Burned it. Yeah, immediately, immediately. I think that's it, innit? <laughs> 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 I love the way it's you finish our episode. It's how the podcast <laughs> rolls to an end. Yeah. Done uh, like. That's it. Have we totaled up the scores? This is. I think this is going to be a new winner. I think so it you is. You've got two like... nines and a 9.5. <laughs> I thought I was coming in here like, oh, no, give got... eight and a half. They're going to think I'm just like. No, this no, is no, the closest no, we've no, been. You, no, you... we've got a nine, 9.5 and an 8.5. I've changed mine to a nine. I was being I was being conservative. So nine, that's going to be top. That's going to be top, yeah. So what what was yours, Rob? 8.5. Yeah. yeah oh, five. sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. So we have an overall score of nine. That's impossible. Oh. No, no, no. You've done you the maths wrong. You've done the maths wrong. No, no, that's right. 9.5 and 8.5. Eight. You've given it what? 8.5. Right, and I'll give it a nine, and he's given I'll it a nine. Point five. I'll give it 9.5. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You listen yeah, to a comedy nine. podcast, 100 Horrors. <laughs> Let's just, I'll just wait until that. Hour. They play I, this in primary schools, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to show what doesn't happen, what I happens think if you I don't was, listen in maths. I think I was a bit lenient. Go on, change oh, yours. Oh, Give it an 11, thinking, you can do what you want as a guest. No, thinking, like, oh, if I just go in there, first time on the show and I go, it's a nine, you're going to be like, amateur. Get out. No, what no, we no, find no, is no, that no. guests historically come on and give wild scores. You heard what Kingsley did. Made a mockery of the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Unraveled the whole podcast. Right. Okay, then. If you don't already, please do follow us on all social medias at 100horrors. Please, if you do have um, any ideas for what you would say at the funeral, get in touch with us. I'm, I'm liking this uh, guest <laughs> contribution. Riggs, have you got anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I've got a new album, which is called Isolation Blues. No, it's very good. Go. As well. Yeah, you can get that and where can we hear this album? Uh, Spotify. Now Spotify is new, isn't it? You can hear it on Spotify. I've heard you don't have to pay for it. Yeah, you can listen to this album for free. So, cool. Check it out. Okay, uh, join us next week when we'll be talking about Insidious. Yeah, Insidious. Tight Clarice. Good night. This has been 100 Horrors. Thank you for listening.